Hello and welcome to the CritCast Podcast. I'm your host, the new DM. Uh, thanks for joining us for another week here in Icewind Dale as we uh, make our way to the northernmost part of this map with a group uh, chasing after... I guess not uh, chasing after anything. We're really just following up on something that was uh, presented to us by the speaker of Bryn Shander. Um, <laughs> it was a crazy week uh let's uh have everyone introduce ourselves uh as we do every week i'm gonna start with abreus this week oh abreus gets to go first oh my goodness i wasn't prepared um <laughs> hello i'm abreus sunstar i'm a paladin who follows the oath of the vengeance um has a pact with clamavore uh six feet tall dirty brown hair piercing blue eyes pale skin Kind of weary, you know, th- uh, leanly built. Uh, you know, start started this whole session with a pretty trimmed beard. He keeps himself uh, pretty pretty neat, but you know, it's, that beard's gone scragglier over the over the course of the past few weeks. Um, you know, his most striking feature in his clothing is is his cloak, which is emblazoned with the symbol of the Ten Towns, which is this is where he grew up, and this is feels like coming home sometimes to a place he doesn't recognize, and that is Abreus. Awesome. Mabreus, thank you. Vale. Um, hello, I'm Valacor. I am a rather short tiefling at 5'4". My skin is lavender and I have a cute little bob. And uh, let's see. My eyes are pink and I am literally, I have no strength. I am a twig. And I also have glasses. So between having no strength and being a twig, you can tell I'm a wizard. Um, yeah, no. Um, I died last session. That's compartmentalized <laughs> for now, and I'll unpack that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, Bill. Uh, let's jump to Morthus. Hello, I'm Morthus Gratia. Um, I can describe myself much better now, thanks to our very own Edana, uh, who has drawn up me up some wonderful character art. But um, I am a five foot ten tall, five foot ten, five foot ten inch tall tiefling, <laughs> with red skin, purple hair, horny horns, an awesome looking staff, and amazing clothes that I didn't even know that I had. But damn, do I look hot! <laughs> hot bastard boy. Yeah, yeah. Abreus agrees. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> uh, if yeah, this is a good time to plug uh, our Twitter at Critcast Pod. Uh, if you join us on there in our Instagram, the Critcast Podcast, uh, we will try to upload these character arts that are being done for our characters, and they are awesome. I highly recommend you come check it out. Uh, so we got more. This is done. Uh, what was it today? Yesterday? Uh, yesterday. I yesterday, it up. and I'm so excited for you guys to see it. He really does have horny horns. <laughs> and uh, Idana. Speaking of. Good evening, I am Idana Tiradon. I am a swashbuckler rogue dampier, uh, red eyes, kind of pale blue, gray skin, uh, brown hair that is almost completely silver at this point, gotta love being stressed, uh, about five foot seven, and she's a little bit peeved with Arvatrus for killing her girlfriend <laughs> wonderful wonderful all right uh so 
as you uh, have heard last week uh, for the recap, we ran into, uh, well, we, we finished up in a black cabin uh, that was kind of ran by the arcane. It seems like they have arcane brotherhood, um, a symbol that was uh, on a few things. Um, Vel was able to point that out. You guys were able to break down that you have a item that can potentially um, help, I guess, move things forward with summer or uh, changing the weather, the everlasting rhyme here. Uh, you got out of the cabin after um, getting this item called the Summer Star and headed north towards the windbreak uh most northern place we've ever been and uh right along the uh coast towards the sea of moving ice which just happens to be around our friend arvitrus who's a little bit pissed off about being robbed uh a little bit it was a uh it was a all-out just massacre <laughs> where we lost multiple party members, if I remember correctly. Was it just Vel? Uh, no, I dropped for twice, actually. Twice, well. yep. That's yeah, Briz dropped the once. Yeah, oh, the only one who gosh. did not drop was Adana, and she was playing cat and mouse with Arbitrus the whole time. Yeah, it was mortifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yes, <laughs> we got to the point where it was literally down to, uh, am I going to chase you throughout this whole tundra just to peck away health points, or am I just going to let the... Uh, tundra do its thing and that's kind of what it led to yeah as we all were just so fearful and trying and just yeah it was all chaotic that we ran in different directions picking up uh 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 little bits of trails for each other but not really knowing where we were until uh the next day where we all uh met up in an open tundra or the uh, open flat part of this land where things are pretty um yeah pretty flat easily seen uh where you're not obscured by mountains or hills or trees or things like that uh which was great uh reunion um and <laughs> uh if i'm trying to remember the last thing was you all met up and took a long rest, right? Yep. Yep. Very close to the prison. That's right. Uh, yes. Right outside the prison. And you were rudely awakened by the sounds of someone being transported in. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. So uh yeah so we are just outside of this uh large uh yeah prison uh it's got a large tower that sits next to a break in the rock uh that peers up and kind of uh obscures some wind giving it its unique name windbreak prison it's got a panopticon uh base around it a bit of a geometric shape um and yeah 
you guys are awakened. Anything you guys want to do in the morning before we're taking these next few steps uh, or this next like 30, 45 minutes to uh, get to the uh, prison? Uh, Morthus will wake up and look at the prison and say, I really thought there'd be more 90s moms running around here. <laughs> What's the 90s and why? Blaine! Uh, Bad joke. I'll go ahead and give myself some psychic damage for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, I don't understand the reference. <laughs> like Windbreakers, you know? Either. Like, uh, like the old 90s, like uh, get up. Yeah, oh, okay. those, those easy Technicolor thin jackets. Yep. yep. Gotta That's love it. Bad joke. Bad joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel bad about that one. Like, that one actually makes me feel bad. <laughs> no, it's a date. Bit of a date of reference, but uh, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like, uh, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, anything else uh, going on before we move in? Um, no, I think Val just wakes up a little early so that way she can uh, go through her spell book and switch out some spells, which I am currently doing right now because I forgot to do it before we started. Yeah, not Wait, a problem. Hold on. It just occurred to me. Did your birds disappear when you went down? No, they were. St they were, well, Mercy did because oh. if if I go unconscious, Mercy disappears. But my owl did not. Oh, so my owl was probably very distraught. Uh, but owl now they are back. Oh yeah, she would resummon her her bird her well her Mercy because she has two birds. Um, let's see, that's ability. Oh yeah, definitely taking me past ability. <laughs> Do not need uh, mirror image right now. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'm good with spells. She'll, she'll just wait for the others to wake up then. Yeah. So as uh, everyone kind of slowly wakes up, more or less at their own time, uh, we get to the point where. Uh, you can hear the movements of guards patrolling uh, more heavily, the sounds of the prison kind of awakening up, people moving on. So it, it's probably no more than 8 o'clock at the absolute latest that you could sleep in if you were wanting to sleep in. Um, but eventually all the sounds of this place just really start picking up. Um, but uh, yeah, you can... Uh, yeah, I guess we drop Lehman's tiny hut and walk the yeah. 30 minutes or so into the, uh, outbreak here. Let me, or windbreak bring us here. I'm so excited for you guys to go to this map. If I can find it. There it is. All right probably going to be dark right i want to blip it's loading for me oh big map uh blipware sorry this map is huge okay there cool in the middle you sorry where again time. <laughs> i can't see the blip oh there okay oh oh oh, oh. 
keeps moving on me. Oh, Don't you love go. when Roll20 does that to you? When it's like you try to drop something and it keeps like running away. Like, oh. Yep. <laughs> Play a little game of tag here. All right. So, yes. Uh, we get to our lovely prison as you're stepping out here. Um, I need to get rid of this and that. So I can pull this up. <clears throat> all right so perched off of a high cliff overlooking the sea of moving ice is a bleak stone fortress carved out of a gigantic blade-shaped rock a central tower looms above the rest of the fortress and light leaks from the arrow slits four smaller towers rise from the outermost corners and fortress and guards can be seen atop them as you get closer you see a head poke up over the corner and yell at you. Who goes there? Uh, we're here in regards to one of the speakers sending us here to speak with someone. Oh, we weren't expecting anyone. Do Hold on. And he kind of like turns around and he starts to like, you can clearly tell that he's got a few people up there that he's talking with. And then he kind of like pokes his head back down and he's like, you got a, you got, you say you got a note? Uh, yes, uh, Vel, you've got the bag. Oh, uh, yes, no, I have the note right here and she'll, pro uh, produce the note. And then you can clearly see him just kind of look at him at the note uh, itself. Uh, and then he pokes his head back over the uh, onto his side, disappearing. As you can hear some scrunching, uh, scrounging around, some things kind of going, moving. And then uh, you have uh, <laughs> eventually a uh, guard that steps uh, out this door here. And he's just like, uh, gonna see it? Oh, yes, no, of course, and Bell will approach. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, you know, and then uh, hand the note to the guard. What does the guard look like? Yeah, so the guard is, uh, looks like he's got some fairly heavy armor on, uh, a little bit of a key set. He's human, uh, probably early 20s, close to 22 two-ish at the most uh kind of scraggly dirty blonde hair green eyes uh pale skin um yeah looks like he has a has a not really liking the cold i guess not really dressed for the patrol being out here like you all are as he reads the note they'll say so this morning we saw you guys transporting a prisoner inside the prison who was that, you know, anyone of significance, or...? Mm. I'm not at liberty to discuss other prisoners unless specified by the warden itself. 
as you can see hear him kind of say it in a robotic almost <laughs> immediate uh, not uh yeah almost like a uh like uh dismissing way like i can't discuss anything about other prisoners as he's looking yeah. and he's like but you're here for prisoner 237 oh yes um yes we are and they he then he quickly turns up and looks at the other guards up there they're here for prisoner 237 and then you hear some people kind of like turn around 237 the hell is why would anyone all right and then he kind of like goes and he hands it back and he's like all right this will be an interesting day always something with people always something all right come along uh and he stops and he's just like wait nope 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 you guys clearly are armed to the teeth uh, and he kind of hits the door behind him and another guard comes out uh, from the back and starts to uh, approach. And he's like, I need, I need all your uh, weapons. Um, uh, she looks at everyone who has a weapon. Uh, Especially you, okay. uh, big scruffly bearded man. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Oh. No. All the weapons? I can't oh, even, you want me to be naked? I don't want you to be naked, no, please. It's <laughs> only 68 degrees in there. Yes. Oh, but what about those big guns he's carrying? <laughs> I, like I flexed a little bit. No, I'm joking. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Speaking of guns, Bella remembers that she's actually carrying a gun. And but they don't know what those it. are. Oh, she, that's true. They don't know what those are. I want to try and figure this out if they can figure out what the guns are they don't know oh, what these true. are they, w- they wouldn't know how it works either so yeah oh damn that's a good point they wouldn't would they <laughs> so <laughs> i guess yeah uh i is anyone giving any sort of uh sleight of hand or trying to keep any sort of weapon that i should know about or are we all just giving for what uh is clearly a weapon away uh i'll give him my daggers sure uh but this is my walking stick <laughs> i use it for walking <laughs> a walking it's stick a with glowing ball atop it oh it's yeah, decorative i, <laughs> I point out to the to the the guard i give him i give the guard my glaive by planting my spear is actually a source of light and i may need it in there because then i make it glow and light up he's like nope sorry it's pr- it's plenty light enough Fine, I give him my, I give him my spear. <laughs> he takes that. They look at the walking stick, and they're like, mm, "Yeah." What am I gonna do? Bonk him with it? It's just a stick. Look at the fellow. He's so thin and skinny. Do you think he can do anything with a stick? I'm trying to think if they would recognize. Is it a source of uh, spill casting? Uh, yeah, I would. It's my focus. I have another focus, but... Uh, yeah, Bell has two focuses. <laughs> so Bell will say, um... Yeah, I think they're going <laughs> to take like... it. Because to them, that would still... If you're a spellcaster, they don't want to give you uh, any opportunity. No, I'm a yeah. spellcaster? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to do an insight check on this dude. Can um, I take well... make a deception check? Yes. Bell will hand over her component pouch. And uh, a dagger, because I just remembered she has a dagger. Okay. 
After you guys are done, Idana will do her thing. Oh no, she didn't hand over the gun. She just handed over a dagger and her uh and her component pouch. So his perception was a seventeen. Okay, well, uh, then I'll hand over my fancy stick. <laughs> so he takes the stick, takes the component pouch. Uh, I do have a second uh, arcane focus, though. Uh, <laughs> that's a less fancy stick. <laughs> yeah, no, and mm. is it just a sticky looking stick, or is yeah. it like a decorative looking stick? That's that's it's a good not question. quite decorative. It looks it looks more like a uh, cudgel than it does anything really. Okay, I think if if you pull that out, he'll at least allow it, thinking that you do need a walking stick of some sort. <laughs> Uh, definitely gonna be uh, at like faking a limp, which probably won't be hard right now, considering how exhausted I am. <laughs> That's actually fair. Yeah, it could be slept on a rock or something like that as well. Uh, all right, and now let's address these guns. <laughs> well, Idana first off has several things she needs to hand in, such as two daggers, a rapier, and a short bow. As well as the arrows that go with the short bow. So she will just be like, you know that one scene from Pirates of the Caribbean where they're like unloading all of their weapons? Right. Yeah. She's, she's doing that. His <laughs> eyes just kind of get bigger and bigger as he's like, good grief. Like, what the hell? Like, golly. How? All right. And then and he, they're trying to make note. <laughs> he's like, making note. He's like, all right. Uh, yeah, you guys weren't. You really were ready for anything, huh? Uh, as they kind of make jokes. Out there. <laughs> They're like, eh, you know, some like owlbears. I haven't heard of a Yeti or something like that, but not bad. They don't bother us, you know? Uh, so <laughs> these guys are pretty clueless to the, uh, to the real terrors out uh, in the wilderness. Uh, but as they're gathering up anything else, uh, I'm going to roll uh, an intelligence check as they kind of spot the gun. Oh, yeah. He's not. I've got my checking. rifle and Vel has her pistol. Pistol, yeah. And they've probably never even seen, like... Yeah, he rolled a Black five. powder. Yeah. So, it, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just going to let those go. Oh, yeah, no, that's just a high-powered telescope. Yeah, it's, it's something that, you know, fancy folks use, not, not folks like you and me, who just punch things. Mine's just a totem. <laughs> he puts his arm on you, know, Brace, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. You and me, we swing stuff and we hit stuff. That's what we're supposed to. I don't know. That's yep. all fancy magic. And we, and we get hit stuff. back. And I kind of pull out my arm and show him the latest scar from like the dragon, like the big claw mark across my shoulder. I was like, that right there, friend, is a sign that we hit things and get hit. Wait, where'd you say you get that scar from? Uh, let's just say a really big beastie bit me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, we it. had a rough day yesterday. We do have a, a what do you call it? A, a bit of a, a medical bay that we can get this oh. stuff looked at. You guys look 
<laughs> like, the mission like, comes yeah, first. You, you have to look kind of beat up. We are kind of beat up, but we have to talk to this prisoner. That's more important. Um, that's just how it is, friend. All right. Yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, life of a soldier. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, I fought some pretty big things. Uh, yeah, I don't oh. want to. I don't want to bother you with them though. But they were huge, gigantic. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it? Uh, have you uh, you ever seen uh, the a yeti? Oh. Yeah. I get it. You can't be saying. Oh yeah, I talked it down. Didn't it even? Oh. Need, I intimidated it. Mm. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm most impressive. I'm impressed. They say after just having faced out a fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, after games. everybody needs to make deception checks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh boy! Uh, I will gladly roll that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, sure, I'm going to. Nat twenty, baby. <laughs> Started off right. Oh, I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, I got to get this uh, door open. Speaking of which, because dynamic lighting. So, uh, the door opens up, um, and, uh, one of the guards kind of steps to the side, uh, allowing you guys entrance as the one that was talking about the, uh, Yeti, um, kind of takes you up and leads you in here, uh, into this area, kind of like this small hallway where you can either drop off uh where, where would you say uh like the stables to the left um or over to this door here you can see uh there is a lot of uh it's not necessarily a reinforced door like a wood door as much as it's a door with a handful of like open viewing areas that people can see through and uh, slide things in and out of should they need like a uh, a way of dealing with people with uh, the what do you call it weather. Um, so you can see inside that there seems to be a decent amount of guards on this right side as they're sitting in a room uh cleaning up uh, their weapons as he kind of leads forward and he's just like oh so uh is this your first time uh this this far north oh um yes as far as i i yes no um okay. my first time likewise for myself uh, uh let's just say i've been i've been up this far north before hmm Different though from from, from when I was from when I lost this year. <laughs> He's gonna keep moving forward. Uh, <laughs> uh, as as he's listening to you guys talk, he's just like, yeah, yeah. Not too many people come from the entrance you do. We usually get most of the people from the ship uh, ports coming in from you know Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter, all those places. We get every well, sorts of criminals Neverwinter. here. I'm just gonna delete my birds from now, but they're there. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> make yeah, there make it easy. Move. Yeah, make it easy. <laughs> they take a lot of real through. estate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's just like, yeah, we got all sorts of cre- we got all sorts of creeps here. 
uh, anyone that uh, needs to get way out of the way, you know, uh, away from prying eyes or people who like to ask questions. That's what we do here. We harbor those people and I watch over them. They respect me. And I hope you guys will learn to respect me and follow my rules here too. That being What's said, uh, as he kind of steps into this open area and you can clearly get the unnatural smell of just, or that, that not unnatural, but that uh, overwhelming uh, smell of what seems to be uh, unbathed human uh, just uh, wafting up through your nose as you kind of walk through this open area um, and you can see that all around you are cell doors opened up um, and uh, there's a continual flame that's providing a dim light uh, it's not s super bright but it's enough to keep things out from the shadows and uh, you know everything has a little bit of light around it um, as he kind of stops here and he's just like alright uh, I guess I need to go let the warden know that you guys are here to investigate um, no I can't leave you here with the prisoners either I guess you guys are going to go for a tour. And he comes up and he's just like, all right, we're going to go this way up here for my friends. And we're going to go turn to the right. Uh, and this is my way of saying we're I'm going to bypass a lot of this. Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot of this moving. Yeah. yeah. Opening doors and such, because that's really annoying and boring. As he yeah. uh, more or less grabs you. Oops. Yeah. Come on in here. Uh grabs you and brings you all up here as you go through uh, a handful of doors, each opening up to more and more and more guards, more and more people armed to the teeth, watching over everything as you uh, hit a flight of stairs that's almost straight up, like uh, those spiral staircases in castles that are like really narrow and they just... <laughs> take advantage of the single corkscrew motion to get you up one uh, floor and then he keeps going to the second floor and that's when you guys hit this room that you're in here uh with the warden um i'm gonna scroll down here as the warden is sitting in their corners uh quarters uh you approach and the uh the guard knocks on the door and he's like hey uh warden I'm sorry to do this to you, but uh, we got some people here that are looking for, you know, uh, prisoner 237. And then the door quickly, you know, you can not the door, but you can almost hear like a bunch of things move on the floor as someone's kind of almost startled as they uh, say, OK, one, uh, one, one, one moment, I will be right there. And he's kind of like stopping and wait and then he's just like you're gonna love the warden uh kind of odd at times but uh yeah well you'll see <laughs> and as he kind of smiles and winks at you Braeus, and then the door opens up and uh you see that uh this lovely um human uh 
that stands about five foot six, uh, very uh, thin frame, uh, has a red robe with gold trim and keeps a ring of like a bunch of tiny little keys uh, that kind of dangle into her pocket. But you can clearly see the ring that they're on uh, from her hip as she smiles and she says, oh, uh, oh boy, I was uh, expecting Devessa. Oh, yes, no, she sent us into stead um, and she'll hand over the paper. She looks it over and she's like, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well. This will be interesting, I guess. Uh, the Prisoner 237 is always, well, not my favorite to, unfortunately, uh, deal with. But if this is what Duvessa needs, um, gosh, as she picks you guys, and, and she's saying this as she kind of leads you out the same way you came down. Uh, I'm going to take you to another corridor, or another flight of stairs where she's going to uh, let you guys interrogate lovely Prisoner 237. Apparently, I can't see. There you go. Uh, she, so as you're kind of going down, walking through, she's kind of just uh, asking. So if I may, uh, as she opens a door leading down the same flight of stairs, that corkscrew flight of stairs. Uh, what are your intentions with my 237? Hey, it sounds like you're, you're planning to give them away in marriage to us. Um, now, we are merely investigating the various cultist activities here in the ten towns and well it's not every day you get to interrogate a member of the brotherhood normally for the last member though normally you know um they're pretty good at not being caught yes uh, well, so are, it, seems like, <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of uh corporal punishment that happens in the tin town so i'm actually surprised that you have anybody here at all Seems like most of them uh, turn into meat popsicles, if you will. <laughs> yes, ten towners have a way of appeasing their fear, I suppose. I'm run by the Lord's Council, not by the ten towners. Uh, I deal with everything from Baldur's Gate, Waters Deep, Neverwinter, um, here. Uh, we deal with the people that aren't really welcome, but uh, the most extreme prisoners, not the people that are unfortunate enough to lose the lottery, I suppose. Yeah, that's that's definitely interesting, but completely understandable. I mean, I can only assume this prison has been around for quite some time considering the breadth of it all but you know Aurel and her reign of terror has not been around for too long so that makes sense that you don't implement that here mm -hmm. yes well we try to keep a bit of uh, a sturdier head a wiser head we try to, yeah, we, we don't try to go into superstitions as much. Whatever this 
winter is. We're hoping it'll be over soon enough. Me. In manning this uh, station, if I may ask. I'm sorry, say that again? How long have you been here overseeing this uh, station? Oh, she kind of, as she opens up uh, the bottom of the doors uh, leading out from where you guys were and leading you down the long hallway to the room you're in now. Uh, she's like, oh, I've been here for close to 20 years. Yes, about 20 years or so. Um, just been... Doing this, uh, I used to be an adventurer. Yeah, that's one thing you could to. Go ahead, Morthis. <laughs> Nothing. It was a bad joke again. I asked if she got an arrow in the knee. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I know, I know, guys. I'm just you, Dad. <laughs> All those dad jokes. Like a right there. Uh... Uh... So, uh, yeah, so she kind of opens the door here and she's like to the room that you're in now, uh, sets you down um, and I can give you a little bit of what's going on with this room that I set you in. As you step in, you can kind of see this room holds a large rectangular table. Uh, there's a single chair on a long um, side with three similar chairs on the opposite side. Uh, this room is used for meetings uh, with the prisoner, um, or used for meetings with prisoners, excuse me. Um, there is a, oh, okay, no, I'm not gonna read that up because I don't think you can see that, can you? Oh, yeah. Secret, secret. Can you see this? He's got some secrets. Yeah, there's a weird white thing. Okay, okay, yes, you yeah. can see. So there is a wooden ladder that leads up to an iron hatch in the ceiling uh, that you can see, but it is a locked hatch. Okay. Um, so the uh, warden kind of sets you guys down, and she's just like, okay. So no attacking, no physical violence, uh, no spell casting, and... With prisoner two three seven, we very very much ask that you don't encourage him. Oh, yes, no, that should be easy enough to follow rules wise. Um, before we interrogate him, do you mind if I do a minor magical effect? It's not, it's you know, a racial thing, something I um, mostly to help hide my identity from him, like a little better. Uh. I'm sorry, no, I can't allow you to use any magic in my facility. Uh, uh, that Vel might use to be able to hide her features. I'm sure we can find something to cloak over your face if you would like. But okay. for, as for magic, I can't allow that here. Anything would set off my anti-magic uh capability or uh responses oh okay fair enough uh she goes around and uh she gathers up a couple or she kind of straightens up the room and quickly steps out of the door um 
allowing you guys a couple minutes to talk should you choose as they gather uh something like a a veil of some sort ha uh a veil for veil um no she doesn't actually want one she was actually gonna color her hair black like her natural hair color but she can't so (laughs) okay so uh after uh yeah do you guys have anything you want to discuss before the warden brings in the prisoner yeah our goal here was to figure out what the arcane brother is doing right uh-huh okay um yes no as far as i'm aware they get what the next moves are the overall goal um, um what they have planned for the 10 towns as a trump card, we do have that uh, sun sphere. Not that we need to use it, but it might be enough to kind of be like, hey, look, your plans aren't all for lost. Tell us more, and, you know, maybe we'll go give this to your buddies or some bullshit like that. Um, yeah, no, that's possible, but I think, you know, producing a magical icon here might set off some sort of alarm. Well, I think just using the magic would set off the alarm because my armor is magic and nothing has gone off. That's true. But also, if we do produce this sphere, they might send more people after us, and we've already dealt with that, and I don't really want to deal with more of that. I'm sure just dropping the name Sunstar might provoke some sort of... Summerstar, sorry. Summerstar might... That's uh, a brace of surname. <laughs> um, a su- just saying the name Summerstar might produce some sort of reaction yeah. from him. I mean, if we need to, we can definitely bring it up, but maybe let's use that as a last-ditch effort. If I would agree. To say anything. We don't know enough about the Summer Star, and I worry that we might be revealing more than we need to, so let's leave that as a last, as a trump card or a last last resort, so to speak. Agree. Yeah. They have no idea that it was even completed, so... Yeah, I mean, especially if... Oriel was worried about the place being consumed in fire. If they get a hold of it and that does actually end up happening, then gods. Mm-hmm. That would not be good. I mean... Ugh, too many things I mean, to consider. I still think the consumed in fire is probably in reference to the demon hordes that uh, are they're attempting to unleash um, in the east. But um, I was just meaning as a as a trump card. I didn't. I, I did not mean let's lead with our, you know, best bet, or not even this a best bet, but just a long shot. Yeah. No. I I get it. We'll we'll feel it out as it goes along. All right. The door opens up. Uh, anything? I'm sorry. Before I do that, is that would you need to? Do you want to finish that uh, thought, Morthus? Uh, yeah, uh, just one more thing. Uh, so we don't have a bunch of people. Who who's planning on leading this conversation? Um, I was kind of hoping to have a big part in it. I think it should be either you, Morthus, or or um, or Donna. Oh, I, I don't know. Fuck all. Um, I mean, I can talk, but I I have no idea. I, Adana or um, Vel, I think, would be better suited. I do have a bit of a silver tongue, but um, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about most of the time anyways. And your silver tongue's 
probably about as decent as mine, though you use yours a little more than me. Um, but I think definitely Vel, all things considered, this might be the, I guess, best interests to lead this conversation. Yeah, and um, plus if I were to um, be doing it, I feel like maybe because I'm so tired, like if I were to you know, <laughs> verbally roll a dice, that I might have to take the lower of the two. Oh, that's right, Donna. Aren't you tired as well? Yeah, no, I've definitely had better days. I'm not at 100%. Um, why don't, why don't I, I take the lead and if uh, I start I, again, things... I would prefer to. Sorry? Um, again, I would rather, I would, I would prefer to. You prefer no. to, Vel? Sorry, I thought you meant you want to take a step back. Nope, I did not say that. <laughs> I apologize. I misheard, and please take the lead. I will stand behind you and look menacing or supportive as needed. The uh says, um, yes, no, thank you, Abreus. All right, the door opens up. Uh, Warden Martha walks in. I guess I never gave you her name, did I? Uh, Martha Marthanus is the warden's name. I apologize. Martha Marthanus? Martha Marthanus. I love it. it. There's something about it that just rolls off the tongue. It's one of my favorite uh, NPC names. Uh, this thing has. Yeah. <laughs> Martha <laughs> Marthanus. Uh, so Prisoner 237 steps in and sits down at the edge of the table. And Martha uh, walks over and stands kind of by him in a way of like you know just in case he moves he's still ultimately my responsibility as uh, you see before you a human with unkept uh, very rough cut dark hair uh, clean shaven except for that real thick almost I think they call them lamb chops right that just kind mutton of peer, chops. yeah mutton chops that come off to the sides he's got deep brown eyes that are kind of dark and sunken in uh, he is um, oddly smug with himself as he walks through this room the way he carries himself sits down and looks at all of you with a bit of unamusement and says Oh boy, oh boy. Here we go again. <clears throat> yeah, with her back straight, uh, chin up, rather stern uh, expression on her face, Vel will approach the table and take the seat opposite him and say, Okay, so for the record, might I have your name? Prisoner 237. Martha says, nope, he is known as Prisoner 237. There are some things that we cannot reveal. As he kind of just... <sighs> Martha, please. 237 is the name you've given me. They clearly want to know the prowess of the person that they're dealing with. Valish Gant. Does that name sound familiar? Uh, no. Okay. Martha so, just uh... just kind of rolls her eyes and she says, That name is not to be left from this room. 
No one is to okay. know that name. Okay, Mr. Gant. So, we understand that you have been known to move about with the Arcane Brotherhood. <gasps> yes. Is this true? I proudly represent the Arcane Brotherhood uh, when I was a free man and when I am a captured man. Are you here to free me? I will be doing nothing of a sort. You know, in Luskin, <laughs> I could give you worldly desires, money, knowledge, anything you want. Do you study the arcane nature? Perhaps you do seem to be... And then Martha's just like, you will not be entertaining any of these ideas of breaking him out. You are under strict watch, 237. And he just kind of laughs and he's just like, oh... I'm sure they, uh, they would never, as he just kind of chuckles. Whether I practice magic is neither here nor there, as far as you're concerned. So tell me, what were you doing when you were caught? Well... I felt like they would have informed you of this, but that was uh, simply just insinuating that there might be somebody better than Duvessa Shane at that job. And people felt that I was a bit aggressive in my approach. I don't believe that. But here I am because I overstepped my boundaries. And then Martha says, he also killed 12 people. And it's just like, well, that was not. And well, yeah, I did. Uh, well, it seems you'll, I cannot trust you to tell the whole story then. And she'll uh, make a note of that and say, uh, so I want you to tell me. Oh, she'll allow she'll say, so would, I would like you to tell me what you know of the current Brotherhood's movements. Where they're going next. What they have planned. What, or at least what you know of him, know of the plans. Surely a skilled member of the Brotherhood would not have been caught Oh dear, I see. You want to know everything about the people I served. But what have you brought to old Valish Gant? I mean, why do you care? Why do I care about betraying the people I serve? You're stuck here, they haven't gotten you out. Why do you care? As despite old Martha's attempts here, and he kind of points back and leans uh, leans forward in kind of a side eye tilting head uh, 
kind of weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Side eye tilting at it. like, because uh, Martha here doesn't understand that they're probably planning something right now to break me out. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I can offer you the location of one of their escaped sacrifices. He pauses, and suddenly his demeanor changes. Now, how could you have come about something like that? That is very peculiarly specific wording. Let's just say a little birdie, birdie told me. All right. All right. This question, DM. Okay. How is he reacting to what Vel just said? He is incredibly intrigued. Uh, roll me an insight, I should ask. <laughs> before I just... Yeah. I might also do that. Yeah. Roll I'm gonna me be an good, insight. Though. 22. Yeah. You can see... Seven. Uh, Idana, at least, you can see that he's incredibly intrigued. Uh, that's kind of like dropping ultimate lore of people who've gotten away from the Brotherhood. Uh, especially those uh, sacrifices are kind of those people that, should you ever meet, you have the ultimate trump card over anyone because you can now present somebody who is uh well a dead man walking yeah so to you yeah so you can clearly see there's a lot going on in his eyes okay i'm just gonna well you can see he's intrigued <laughs> with the <seven>. yeah <laughs> as he kind of says okay Okay, I can I can play this game a little bit more. You know, what would you like to know? Maybe we'll play a game called I'll Answer a Question, You Answer a Question. A bit pro quo, then. Yes. Very well. Oh, let's play your little game, then. All right. Go ahead and ask your question. What is the Brotherhood's next move? Well, I figured it was pretty apparent, but it might not be. They do tend to keep to themselves, uh, and they have been quite secretive, but... No, they are... Sorry, my cat just... Me out super low. Uh, they are quite secretive, and um, well, I guess it's pretty clear that they want to really find that Netherese city that fell, you know, a couple thousand years ago, thousand years ago, yeah, thousand years ago, not a couple thousand. <laughs> Kind of different. Yes, no, I thought so. 
Very well, then ask your question. How do you know so much about arcane lore? Arcane Brotherhood lore? I once knew someone who, let's just say, tangoed with the Brotherhood. Interesting. He's rolling an insight. Uh, gosh, is that wisdom? Yes. Oh, piss. He gets a three. <laughs> so uh, he's just getting more than just... He's not really getting anything more than just what he got. Okay. Uh, all right. So, if I may... I imagine... Uh, what is your next question, then? Because I felt like that first one was a give-up. Uh, it's easy. Softball question, I guess, isn't a term they would have here. <laughs> uh, and I, I would know where the Brotherhood... At least I would know where they used to be, uh, where their head, they were headquartered, right? Luskin. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, and he mentioned that already. Okay, cool. Then she'll say... Um, so, why did you want to supplant Duvessa as the speaker of Vinchanda? Because she lies. He gets kind of mean, and then he snarls and sits back, and then he says, <laughs> she lies. She'll uh, quirk an eyebrow as if to say, go on. She says she doesn't know anything about those invisible visitors. I don't think that's true. In fact, there's a lot of people that have seen her interacting with people that aren't quite there. They follow these footprints and then they see her talking to nothing and then... When they confront her, the footprints go in a different way. What do you think she's up to? Is that person that business? sent you here. Hmm? Is it any of your business what she's up to? She is a representative of the people. Why would she be interacting with those that cannot be seen what kind of reasons would anyone have especially with this frigid gold do i know what he's talking about people who cannot be seen is it the, the duragar or yeah um gosh i don't i'm trying to think back you all you know is of the uh seance that happened the invisible people yeah. <laughs> i think we've interacted with them once oh have yes yes you have well, way back when we huh? have yeah, yeah. we have. Uh, i don't know that bell and abreus were there and no Orthus definitely wasn't there oh yeah so is <laughs> the only one that knows what's up with the invisible people yeah I mean, you can have your assumptions and you can have some reasoning, but that would be another question. Yeah, it would. Okay, then she'll nod and say, okay, your turn then.
How long have you been practicing magic? Ever since I started learning at Neverwinter Academy. Hmm. So I was right. He kind of smiles a really big smile. Yeah, we'll give it away, her glasses. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm glad you're here then. <laughs> yeah, insight check. Honestly, if he, does he know who I am? <laughs> Roll me an insight. Oh, God, only 12. For what you can make out from this, uh, you can see that... He thinks you are somebody for sure, but you're not sure if it's arcane brotherhood related, maybe you related, maybe he thinks you're somebody that's going to help him. You just think that he's recognizing you in some odd way that you're not quite 100% sure on. Okay. So, you know, not much longer than... Uh, I see she's 22 now, uh, um, like, said so not much longer than, you know, nine or so years. She's lying, by the way. Do I have to roll for that? Or... I would love a deception roll as I yeah. see what kind of oh, stats this is. I rolled a four. Oh, no, a four. Okay. Uh, Oh, he got a 17. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> His smile kind of fades. Oh, nine years, huh? Yes, that's right. He takes note of the deception. Cancel, remember this. <laughs> All right, your turn. Okay, then. Let's see, so out of character, we wanted to figure out what their plans were and what else. Um, was there anything else on the note that Duvessa wanted us to figure out? For sure, it's been so long since we got that note. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, the yeah, who's what their plans were. Uh, what their movement you know are they trying to influence politically or are they trying to deal with other problems uh the who the how the what's the why's i guess is really okay. what the note is about okay she'll say so i've noted steve trying to that you, I, well you said yourself that you were trying to support duvessa is the brotherhood making any other political movements hmm. Now, I, oh, and he's, he kind of just starts rubbing the back of his neck and he groans a little bit and looks up to the ceiling. He's like, why must we talk about the nitty gritty of my assignments when there's so much more here to talk about? Don't you have more pressing questions? Possibly. 
but I am also on here on assignment to someone else. Hmm. <sighs> the game is running dry then. Yes, uh, they do not care about their politics. They only care about that city. And what can they learn from the lovely, lovely scrolls of Netheries, the ones that made the gods tremble? I mean, okay, it's ultimate um, knowledge. What kind? I mean, I feel like this is. And he looks at Martha, and she just kind of shrugs, and she's like, "Why would any of us know this? We are not of the Arcane Brotherhood." And then he's just like, uh, uh, "Yes, I guess this is the best interaction I've gotten." I'm an open book. As he rolled a, uh, <laughs> he rolled pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to just be like, ah, I don't know if I want to keep this conversation up without a little more juicy tidbits, but he rolled super low, so he's 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 good to go. What else he got for him? Uh, yeah, so she'll she just asked her questions questions, so she'll say, I believe it's your turn, Mr. Gantz. <laughs> oh no. Will you grant me one free question? In what way? What do you... Oh, Total believe... honesty for the next, let's call it 30 seconds. Let's raise the stakes. Hmm. Okay then. Go ahead. Where's your mother? Can I roll something? Just how well she fights her reaction? Not very well. Uh, she kind of stiffens up at that question and says, I can honestly tell you that I haven't the thing to say to you. I knew it was you. Those horns. Always pressing forward. Do you know where she is? Oh. I haven't the faintest idea. I haven't the faintest idea. I'm going to insight check that. Yeah, oh, I on, am insighting that game. as well. <laughs> uh, 14? Nat 20. Oh, damn. I'm rolling to see. Well, you got a nat. Uh, yeah, so the you can whisper to me if you need to. Yeah, I will. Uh, Vel, you can see that he, for the most part, is being honest. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm whispering this. Okay, sweet, sweet. Wonderful. Uh, okay. 30 seconds. I've had my 15 of fame. You go ahead. Okay. She'll say, um, so what interest have you guys have in Oriel and the never ending winter then? We've been to the Black Cabin. <laughs> McCready's Cabin. 
He's he's put his faith in a summer star. <laughs> no, no. As much as I adored MacReady, the Brotherhood has very little interest of why O'Reel is doing or of O'Reel, but they're more curious of why it keeps happening. They want to know what's lying at the end of the glacier. Have they any ideas as to what it's like at the end of the glacier? <laughs> 30 seconds are up. If I remember, it is my question now. I believe you're right. So. What next for you? I am so curious. In all honesty, we are meeting the Frost Druid and heading to the West. No, the other West, the West. Hmm. Interesting. You know, Just because I hated your father, I'll give this one to you for free. People out west the very distrustful you will have every chance and every failure held up against you. But if you succeed, you might, you might be able to end this nightmare. Good to know. Also, I hate to do this. Can we pause real fast? Yeah, absolutely. By all means. Sorry. I pause. Three, two, one. All right, we're back. Um... So, uh, yes, uh, who's, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, you went last, I think. Yes, I went last. I asked what your plan was. Then I dropped off that there is a little bit of, uh, you, you will need to unite some people and prove that you will, uh, keep your end of the bargain you're a trustworthy person i guess is what i was trying to communicate uh yeah. but uh that being said uh he kind of smiles uh and says all right um your turn it's <laughs> back and forth anyone else <laughs> <laughs> Vel will uh, uh, call to her uh, um, pe the people standing behind her and say do you, you, you lot have a, qu a question for this man? Perhaps uh, I can answer. Yeah, sure, I'll shoot. Um, let me ask you a question, sir. I do limit your position here in uh, this prison as, as 
This just greatly sucks, and I'm very sorry about that. I wish there was something I could do, but unfortunately you see all these men with blades and me with none. However, my question for you is, um, back in East Haven there's a cult, um, going by the Black Blades, I believe? Is that right? Over yeah. There? Uh, um, Knights of the Black Sword. Knights yeah, of the Black Sword. They're part of the, uh, what you call the, uh, Children of Levistus, I think. Correct. Black right. Iron Blades is the dealership of yeah i know they're really close to each other <laughs> so these children of levistus um would set a fire to the tin towns and uh in the never-ending winter with a blaze of their own um do you know anything about that well hasn't she told you who he points to you Vel. Do I know anything about that? Are you asking over the table or in character? Yeah, over, over the, the table. table. You do not. Okay. In character, I guess he'll say. Well, I guess maybe it's time to visit old Pop, isn't it? Hmm. Sitting there, stone-faced, looking at him. Look at me. Huh? Sorry, I blanked out for a second. I apologize. No, you're good. <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> you're good. You're I think she was looking at prisoner or Valish Gant. Uh, I just called him by his prisoner name. Uh, you dad had quite the uh, connection with those uh, unsightly crew. Same with Avarice, that albino tiefling. You know, they really never told you anything, did they? It just shocks me. A heritage. Something where you've come from. Something to be proud for. Something I'm dying for. And yet you don't know. So then why don't you enlighten us? Well. <sighs> know if there's much more I can enlighten you with why the, your father did what he did was trying to do what he did to you <laughs> and how you got away what a story and yet you're here with me I'm telling you meant for great things uh, do you mind if I ask him one question You'll uh, say, yes, no, of course, go ahead. He'll step forward. Is there a table between Bell and the prisoner? Or is he just kind of sitting there? Yeah. There's the table. Okay. Idana, I guess if there's a second chair, she's just going to grab that chair and just like quickly whip it around and sit in it. She'll just kind of look at this guy really looking hard at him. She'll kind of look him up and down and say, all right, I know you're in rather terrible conditions and you want to try and keep mum about things, but you know, you ask for truth. 
for 30 seconds and you can't even keep that promise yourself. Why the lying? <laughs> Just curious. What good does it do you? You're going to rot in here. Why, why lie? For 30 seconds when you asked for truth and you can't even uphold that. I did what was only reciprocated. A lie, a deceit for a deceit. Okay, see, but that was during the 30 seconds you were asking for truth. Outside of that, who cares? You did not uphold your end of the bargain. He kind of looks uh, around at each of you and he's just like, fine. Fine, fine, fine. You're right, I did not keep my no. end of the bark and I did not expect anyone to call me on it, but all right. Martha, they hold a, or Martha, they hold a, they, they drive a tough bargain here. Who are these people that you brought me to? She's just like, some people from Duvesa. And he's just like, oh yes, that's right. That's right, I'm dealing with Duvesa's people. Well. Where's that truth you were asking for? What would you like to know? Can Where? I clear them up? The question my dear friend asked, where is her mom? You know something. You know, after your mother came back, she confronted your father. Did you know that? She was so furious. You know the first thing he did? He hugged her. Took her in. Yeah, I'm really, really bad at stuff. There's a genuine look of surprise on her face. And asked as nice as he could. Where you were. And she never spoke. So... We had to do what we had to do. She gave her life at the bottom of the sea of moving ice. With your secret. Yeah, um, I rolled a 14 to keep a straight face, so it's not terrible. There is a, a small twitch in her expression, like a small change in her expression, but then she quickly catches herself and reverts back to a stony face. 
You know, you seem to be a group that understands. Understands that there is more going on here than what is being let on, and I will be courteous with this next bit of information. Because, as you stated, I'm going to rot here. And I at least want to be helpful one last time. Your father is very, very committed to understanding and taking out that invisible force to any means necessary. If I understand what he's rambled about, they plan to bring a bit of destruction on Ten Towns. But a destruction on Ten Towns means the destruction of any leads on this Netherese. So can you blame them? I mean, really. If your ultimate goal was the absolution of knowledge through this city, can you blame him? He killed my mother. Of course I can blame him. Killed many mothers. But she was my mother. She was a good one. I will say that. She understood what she was doing, and she did it anyways. And I just stood there and watched. But we all have our time to think about that, don't we? Mine seems to be forever behind these bars. You enjoy it. <laughs> I hate it every single day. What do you want from me? You'll be lucky to ever learn new information ever again. You'll be lucky to ever cast a spell ever again. You know... If you take me with you, I can maybe show you where the city is. I do not need the help of the Brotherhood to find Nethereal. Neither stupid nor desperate. Well, looks like you have yourself a hell of a time to get through then. <laughs> As he kind of sits there and chuckles to himself. Oh, but you may need the help of the Brotherhood yet. So much to learn. <laughs> Marta, take me away from these fools. I'm done with them. Oh, this has been such a good time. As Marta kind of smiles and she says, Okay. All right. I think he's had enough. 
anything else before he grabs, starts to uh, pick him up? Yes. Is Ego still in Luskin? <laughs> he kind of smiles and he's just like, "Come on, take me out of here before mother and daughter day or er, father and daughter have a uh, reconnection." <laughs> and he starts to laugh as he leaves as they leave the door. Yeah, when leaves the door when he leaves, Bell, her stony face drops and she just he just says she's she's dead because of me. I I don't. Well, don't, don't be saying that. It's true, though. Like... You can't blame yourself for your mother's actions. And I... She's... Now under the sea of the ice. Gone. And... I couldn't even say goodbye. Just gives us more of a reason to find your father and beat the nine hells out of him. And I sure know I have quite a bit of solace knowing that that slime ball is going to rot here. Knowing that he watched your mother be brutalized you know when I first arrived in the ten towns uh, this last, these last few months I had no intention of seeing my father again I had every intention of avoiding him that man fills me with more fear than you can imagine but it appears as a lot more about myself that even I don't know. And my questions, well, the answer to my questions lie with him. And I'll have to stop my last move sooner rather than later. Or make him come to us. You should go. I'm wondering if maybe having him come to us would be more to our advantage rather than letting him have the home field advantage. That's now if I walked into the last gym, I doubt I'd walk out alive. <laughs> we don't need that. Marta walks back in. Oh, right. Well, hopefully you got what you need. Is Duvessa satisfied? I believe she will be, yes. 
You all look quite distraught. Are you okay? Prisoner 237 is quite the handful. He's an asshole. He knows it and he enjoys it. He is every bit as delightful of a human thing as you might, as you described. Well, Unfortunately, that's... he confirmed something I thought might be the truth for a very long time. Well, if I may offer up some sort of comfort, we do allow people to stay here. Uh, we offer some food, um, some basic comforts, but should you choose, you can rest here. Um, other than that, it's a long journey back. Um, the only thing I ask is uh, you let Duvessa know that we're all here rooting for her. I don't know what he's on about with Duvessa, but I hope it's not true. She's such a staple in our community. But we all have our doubts. She goes to open the door. So what shall it be? Belle will turn to her teammates. So would you like to stay here? I mean, it's still rather early. We do have someone else to meet, but... You know, staying out of the snow would be kind of nice for once after these rather dismal last few days we've had. You know me, I'm always down for staying uh, in a nice warm place with a warm food. I think we owe it to ourselves. We need some time to recuperate and reflect. Yes, no, I agree. Adana's definitely going to wrap her arm around Belle and just kind of hold on to her the rest of the time walking through this area. Yeah, so the door opens up. Um, I forget that. Hopefully the uh, door won't hinder you, but yeah, you can follow uh, Martha. Yeah, no hindrance. All right, perfect. Um, so as you go through, uh, you're leading, you're being led through this very narrow hallway. It's cold. It's quiet. I guess not really cold. It's 68 degrees, but it's still kind of chilly with everything going on. Uh, she walks over here and uh, smiles and says, please follow me. Uh, maybe some food. Yeah. Sure. Yes, some warm food would be nice. Yes, of course, of course. Let me just bring you to your chambers and I'll I'll get some food brought to you. You can recuperate. And so she starts to head down here um, as you all start to follow. 
Prisoner 196 immediately rushes the gate and starts clamoring on it, starts screaming, Hey! Hey! You! You're the reason I'm here! Don't you turn your back on me, Corinth! You're the reason I'm here! You know that name. You. I've seen you. Sign my papers, have you? Come to mock me, have you? Come closer. Come closer. Go closer. And I go. And I just look him straight in the eyes. And what business do you have, Corrin? You sold me out. I was your number one. I was doing everything you wanted, and yet here I rot. What are you doing here? I just spit, I spit to one son saying, come to see the results of my handiwork, I presume, I guess. You seem to be comfortable in there. You bastard. You always were a bastard. Ah. When did you last see me, then, my good friend? It's been a while, hasn't it? Tell me. Tell me of my family in Baldur's Gate. What did you do? They're still alive. They're safe. Your kids, anyway. I'm not that heartless. My kids? He falls to his knees and starts to kind of weep. I haven't seen them for so long. And tell us that they're fed, they're clothed, and they're safe. Not that heartless. At least I'm not. Korath might be. And I look up and I pull my hair back and let him see that I'm so indifferent. You. Yeah. You look exactly like him. Yes. I'm not like him. And trust me when I say that I will do my best to make sure his mistakes are not repeated. Please. As he tries to reach his arm through the gate, uh, the, ch- uh, the what do you call it, the uh, bars. Mm-hmm. Please. I... I... I don't know how you know. But if you know you... You can maybe just just let him know. I, I'm sorry. I, I'll do whatever it is. I, I didn't mean to sell him out. I Please tell him I, anything. Get me out of here. Maybe you can reason with him. And he's wanted by, by everybody in the council. 
Not sure I'll ever see him again. All I can do is go after making sure that the collateral damage is less like your kids. But don't worry, they're safe and sound back in the orphanage. He just kind of gathers himself, pulls himself into a fetal position and just starts to rock and cry as he just starts to name his kids. As Martha kind of walks up to you and quickly grabs you by the arm and asks that you follow her quickly and not upset the prisoners. All right. As you guys kind of uh, all follow this uh, area down the hall, I'm trying to think how can I do this? Just I'll just expedite it. Oh. There we go. Oh, and yeah, you lost me because I can't see where you guys went on the map. It's all black. Oh, sorry. I'll fix that for you. Just moving to where they are. There you go. So uh, in this area, you can clearly see that. uh, Oh, this is the... uh, There's about 10 very minimally furnished rooms. Uh, Just a bare mattress on a bare foundation. Uh, There's a little bit of a desk. Uh, There's a light that's illuminating that uh, Duvessa tells you that should you choose to go to bed, uh, you just need to utter the command word lights and the continual flame spell will put them out. Uh, You're each able to make yourself comfortable in your rooms. Uh, This area directly to my north, uh, you are able to uh, acquire some food and some dining should you choose. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Martha. And she uh, smiles and she says, of course, I hope I can be of better assistance. But uh, as she kind of uh, notices um, almost like a change in you can or I'm sorry, you notice kind of like a change in her posture. She kind of abruptly shifts and says, I I need to excuse myself. Uh, Excuse me uh, before I embarrass myself. Uh, Please make yourself uh, comfortable. Anything you need, uh, any of the gods can take care of. And she uh, moves through the hall back towards the mess hall in this area directly to the north and steps out. the room, there are rooms to the east and west of you. They're just basic wooden doors that can be easily opened should you choose to uh, bunk down. What day is it right now? Yeah, it's, I would say, after coming to going through everything, you're probably sitting about uh, 2 o'clock. Do we want to just take this time to enjoy this warmth that we have and though it's meager, some free room and board? Well, gives a silent nod. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just sit down and just slump a bit into the mesh, into the bed. You see that familiar uh, guard kind of coming around, the one that was trying to uh, talk about his Yeti, Josiah, as he steps over and it's just, uh, you can see him in the mess hall uh, getting things started um, and cooking if anyone's going that way. If you're wanting to bed down, you can either move left or right on the map to uh, signify that alone time, I guess, to at least help me visualize. I'm hungry. I'm gonna, you know, it's been a lot, it's been a tiring day, but I need, I could do with some food. Anybody? Oh, I'll join you. That will follow them. I was gonna go, I was gonna go to bed, but uh, I suppose I might as well. I mean, I could bring you something if you want. No, it's fine. Um, I'll, I'll join. All right. Yep, so you step up into this open area. You can see that there's tables and benches that fill the room. Uh, Dishes and cutlery are stored in cabinets along kind of the south wall. uh, And that there's a decent amount of people here on rotation uh, as you're getting comfortable, more or less. Uh, You can see that uh, Josiah, the guy that was talking about the Yetis, uh, getting things kind of organized, talking about all the good things uh, that they have coming on menu as he kind of steps over and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, so uh, you know, I hope you guys have, uh, I don't know if you've ever had uh, whale before, but we're having whale. I can't say I have. There's a first I feel to say whale. That's the first time for everything, I guess. <laughs> and get offer a like weak smile. <laughs> He's like, don't worry, it's not as crazy as it sounds. I'm gonna get this served up well for you. Ah, well for you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and he kind of just goes about uh, cooking things up. Uh, I imagine, yeah, if you guys wanna go. Pretending we're sitting at a table. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Donna is staring at Abreus and not being subtle about it. <laughs> Suppose you want to know what that was, what all that was about, do you not? Yes. Let's just say that um Remember how I said that I grew up in the Ten Towns? Yes. So that was mostly the truth. I grew up as a child in the Ten Towns, but there's a reason why I moved to Baldur's Gate. It's because my... mm, I was the bastard. My mother had an affair with somebody from Baldur's Gate, and that was who you heard them talking about. That was Corthon. Corthon Sunstar of the House of Sunstar, and yes... Unfortunately, I'm a bastard child and, and had to prove prove myself growing up in Baldur's Gate. Uh, 
definitely and, or, and I've had to clean up after my father's messes ever since. I know how that can be with interesting father situations. I'm sorry yours has given you so much trouble. Well, I suppose you could say it always gives me some, it keeps life interesting, but that's why you saw me sending money back to Baldur's Gate. I, let's just say Corthon's not the only person that has made, you know, uh, let's say Corthon has left a trail of broken homes behind him, and and I fund the orphanages so that the kids left behind at least have, have somewhere to be safe and fed and educated and have a better life than I did. Pretty honorable of you. I hope you can continue to bring enough change to the name Sunstar and overshadow what your father has done. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps I should just change my last name. Thought about it many times. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> if you're into redeeming names, then keep at it. If you need to hide yourself away, then you do what you need to. Yep. Yep. Well, let's just say that being with all of you has given me something else to do. Something a different purpose other than just chasing them after my father's misdeeds and cleaning them up and, and and perhaps that's for the better possibly we have some bigger daddy issues we might need to handle <laughs> that's very possible not to mention the dragon chasing after us oh gods I hope I don't see that bloody thing for a long time hope I not too but the next Boy. time that happens just know that if you need to leave I'll stay behind. I'm faster than all of you. I'll see if it follows after me again, but... Well, I no. for one am out for fighting dragons. Y'all uh, can do what you wish, but if that dragon shows up again, I am fucking gone. <laughs> I, I understand, Marthas. I feel the, I feel the same way. I would rather not face a dragon if I have to. I, my shoulder still hurts from the bite. All I, all I meant to say was, better me than the rest of you. Is our cook buddy hearing us talking about fighting a dragon? I'm saying this pretty softly, by the way. <laughs> Idana is not hiding her voice or anything. She's just talking. I think... Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me roll to see how his perception is doing. Oh, he rolled yeah. a 12. So I would say he starts to gather things up and he's just like, Oh, oh, you guys want to know about a dragon, huh? He steps over, uh, sets your guys' plates of uh, well stew down. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, we know what to do with dragons. Run you for your bloody life. Yeah, you don't mess with them. Yep. Luckily, we haven't had problems with that white dragon that's kind of been buzzing the area lately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those pesky dragons. Yeah, arbitrous. But what can you do? What can you do? Did I tell you guys about that, Yeti? 
You sure did. All right. Good, good, good. Uh, it's huge. Gigantic. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so he kind of gathers things up and he's just like, all right, um, you know, I gotta be honest, I don't see you guys, uh, too much of your types around here. What, uh, what, what's bringing you over here? Um, I used to travel with a close friend. I'm not sure if you knew of him, Tovril. Uh, he was a speaker at one point, but he met a pretty unfortunate end, and we came here in his stead for Devesa. No. And I am a mercenary that was hired by a yeti to seek vengeance upon some fool who insulted him. Oh, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> I took care of that yeti. It had no one to talk to. Uh, he uh, he kind of looks and he's just like, yeah, you know, I've heard some. Kind of leans in. He's like, I've heard some weird things about Duvessa. Like, yeah, maybe best keep to yourself about any kind of rumors you hear rumors don't really do anyone good yeah 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 right yeah yeah and he kind of like stands up and he's i don't want to yep yep and then he kind of gathers some things up and he's like i'll uh leave you guys to uh to it i don't want to burden anyone uh and he's like oh oh let me ask does everyone have enough pillows uh I actually never checked my room, but I should be fine with whatever's in there. Perfect. I'll get extra pillows. <laughs> As he kind of like quickly scurries away. <laughs> well, I'm going to eat my dinner now. And Idana awkwardly picks up her spoon and shovels some stew in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, Belle has been quiet this whole time. She was staring at her bird, uh, well, one, her bird, well, Mercy, rather, because she has two birds the whole time, and then once food is placed in front of her, she starts, quietly goes to work eating. Is the food good? I will say, you know, it's not bad. Uh, it's, it's seasoned well, uh, and texturally, it's not your favorite thing, but it's hmm. easily palatable. Um, you know, it's whale, it's kind of blubbery, it's stew. I actually, but... actually Googled what whale texture, whale's texture is. Uh -huh. So, um, it, uh, it's supposed to have the texture of halibut. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, let's see. It's flavor, it's not beef-like, but it's mild and agreeable nonetheless, according to Google. Cool. <laughs> agreeable nonetheless I like that alright that's a good way to sum it up <laughs> or rather similar to moose or reindeer taste wise okay. <laughs> there we go thank you google uh, yeah cause I was like what the what the frick does this taste like <laughs> is it gonna be blubbery cause I'd imagine it'd be blubbery but apparently not yeah it seems to be pretty yeah. good uh, yeah kind of meaty but yeah for the most part hearty uh Fills you up, warms the soul.
I imagine, uh, for, yeah, if you guys, uh, are, are good, um, we can, I mean, does anyone have anything they want to do, uh, besides go rest up, get an extra rest, get rid of the exhaustion levels, and then get on the road? I think getting rid of that exhaustion sounds pretty freaking cool, in my opinion. Word. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I assumed. <laughs> um, as they're uh, turning in, uh, well, before they go turn it in, Mel will say, um, um, Hey, Donna, might I? Um, I know the beds aren't that big, but might I, um, you know? Yes, of course. You, you don't need to ask. She just gives a little smile and you know, follows Adana into the room. Adana will excuse herself from the table. Oh. In the first left room, if you're wondering. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and her birds follow her too, because of course they're there. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright. And uh, I imagine then Abreus Morthis, after a while, you'll kind of uh, retreat to your rooms as well. We'll take yeah. the long rest, we'll get rid of the exhaustion. Um, I'm going to quickly pause it for another quick break and then uh we'll come back and finish this up okay um all right so we come back to you guys uh after a long rest uh levels of exhaustion gone um it is probably another full day to let that uh, level of exhaustion come down so I'd say you're probably looking about 7 a.m. once things get going again in the prison when you would start to hear the uh, inner workings of everyone getting up and going and the guards moving about yeah Mm. Um, morning, yeah. Belle. Um, good morning, darling. I I should probably get going soon. Probably. You hanging in there, all right? It's okay yeah. if you're not. <laughs> She looks like she's about to say yes, and she pauses and says, Honestly, no, I'm not. You can cry on me for a minute if you need. I, I, I always figured she was gone. Because it hurts so much more to have it confirmed, and... I don't have anything left of her anymore. I don't, I don't have a picture. I don't have 
a trinket. Oh, all I have are my memories and what I and an amalgamation of what I thought she is. And she just kind of just looks over at Marcy, her little pink bird, and says, "Do you know my mother's name?" Me? She nods. Ah, uh, is it, is it your bird's name? She nods and says, yes, no, it's Mercy. I, part of the reason I took to this branch of magic was so that I could have some way to bring her back. Even if it's just the memory, I... It's so precious. It's not... It's not really her, it's... Only what I... I know of her, and... Apparently I don't know anything about her, I... You know she loves you? just start sobbing and leans against Adana and take it easy this morning, okay? Be not sense. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll try. I just... I don't want to see you again. I have to, but I don't want to. I don't blame you. He was going to let them sacrifice me. I didn't even know why, right? she may not be here anymore, at least she secured that you're here, and... But I'm back, I... If I die, then everything she struggled for is gone, and... I already died, and... I thought I died! Oh... Oh, Belle... Donna's just gonna scoop her up in a real big tight hug. <laughs> Alright. I think it's say goodbye to her. I wish you could too, but the most you can do right now is Continue doing what you are doing, being an honor to her. It would much rather have my mother. I know.
We'll do what we can to avenge her, that's for sure. I'll make sure of that. Just gives a little nod. She doesn't sing much more, but... After a moment or two, well, after a few minutes, his tears sort of dry up, and... She'll just sit there in silence for a bit before saying, Thank you, Madonna, for You've been a rock to me while I've been here. I don't know it. I suddenly wouldn't be holding it together nearly as well if I can have you. I mean, same goes to you, but I'm, I'm glad I can be there for you. I wish I could have done a little more during that whole mess with Arbitruce, but Bart knows I was trying, and again, if we do come across that slimy lizard again, you run. I, I don't. I'm not strong enough to fight him yet. Not yet, no, we're not strong no. enough. When we are, though, boy, when we are, that dragon is going to get what's coming for it. I guess. You guess. <laughs> Don't you want to get revenge on that stupid dragon? I'm... That stupid thing, it killed you. Aren't you mad? Don't you want to just rip something up. I know I do. <laughs> I, I might be mad at the future, but right now I am most constantly afraid. There was nothing I could do to stop it. it was, he was right there in front of me and not even my magical shields could save me. I... I was less than paper to him. I... He tore right through me and... I... I'm surprised I even woke up after that. I'm... Well, we have our friend Morphus to thank for that. Yeah, we do. Well, I don't know about you, but I could use some breakfast. Shall we get going, my love? She kind of, despite feeling completely horrible, she kind of flushes a bit when she is called my love and just gives a little nod and um, fiddles with her glasses, which she doesn't need. Like, she just has a keeping them on as a habit now. And. But yeah, um, yes, no, I, 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 I suppose, let's, yes, um, breakfast. Alright, come on. And she'll grab her hand and lead her out of the room. 
both of her birds are sitting on her shoulder at this point they leave the room. Well, each on one shoulder, like a double pirate. Heck yeah. All right. <clears throat> so we come back to the uh, mess hall. Uh, Breus and uh, Morthis. Uh, any uh, thing happen overnight? Uh, anything that you guys do besides go to bed? Um, well, are we in our own rooms or are we in the common room? Uh, so I would say starting off in the common room, but you can go to your own room respectively. Okay. Um, well, I, I look over at Morthus and I go, um, you know, at a quiet moment when this just the two of us, and I go, um, Morthus, I know you don't, this sometimes makes you feel uncomfortable, but so I wanted you know again that I'm sorry for the way I misjudged you when we first met. Okay. And, um, sorry, good. I was going to say more this. If you're speaking, you are not coming through. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I was stoically standing there listening. No, I said, uh, well, you know, I'm, I am what I am. Uh, we all know what I am. There's no, you, you didn't really misjudge me, I would say. I don't know. I, I think, I think sometimes you say you are what you are but perhaps that's just a front because i think deep down you want to run but you stay behind a little bit to help us out um i would i would count that more to stupidity on my part well i know i know I, you want me to be something i'm not but i mean just so we're being clear here i I'm here for a reason, and that reason is power. I'm not asking you to be something you're not. I'm just telling you I appreciate what I saw. Well, you're welcome. Doesn't mean I'm not going to stop poking in the morning, though. Doesn't mean I'm not going to blast your face off. My beard could use a shave anyway. It's getting kind of scraggly. <laughs> Just aim in the right place, will you, in the morning? Yeah, I got to remember that, uh, that uh, what is it? Sacred Flame is not a attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, I go, well, as long as it doesn't involve hurting anybody innocent you know if we if we're alive after all this is over whatever help you need to be free my friend just let me know no questions asked no deed good or bad goes without innocence being hurt so 
there's that. I think that's where you and I will continue to disagree, my friend. But just know, all I want you to know is that I'm here for you, whatever that means. Well, thank you. I, I just turn around and go to bed. As he's walking away, I uh, just real. Oh, I can't. Dang it! No magic. Never mind. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just Eldritch Blast over your head. <laughs> you can you can still say Eldritch Blast, and I'll turn around and and, and like wide eyed at you. <laughs> just Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Eldritch Blast. Blast. <laughs> yeah, iconic. <laughs> I turn around and go. I turn around and go like, oh, you got me good, and I go back to sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, then you guys wake up. I imagine Abreus will get up to do his morning ritual. Yep. Yep, I find some place outside where they're training dummies, and I do the ritual, and I pray. And then, of course, I come back and complete the ritual by poking Morthus really... <laughs> right. All right. Oh, I, I should do it because he can't cast magic in here, so I'm going to poke him really hard today. So I'm actually going to make a roll on that intelligence saving throw to see if I remember in the morning to not blast your face off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you make oh, it disadvantage no. because I'm poking you really hard. No, I'm joking. You just make that save. DM, uh, you can set the DC on this, but here's the throw 17. Oh. Okay. Oh. I will say you pass. <laughs> I do not blast you, but I remember this. Oh, I'm going to make a strength check to see. Actually, Charisma, I'm going to make a strength check to see how hard I poke you. Oh, oh, I, I really oh damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like, I'm just like, I, I get leverage with two feet and I just thrust down with the butt of my spear. Ow. Wait, you don't have a spear, buddy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, you that, have been I, robbed of the spear. You have I a good pillow, pillow, and I smack him as hard as I can with it. <laughs> Any chance to assault Morthus? <laughs> it's poor Morthus. So, uh, yeah, uh, you wake up, uh, you get out, and you can see that Edan and Vel have clearly gotten a nice heaping bowl of oatmeal with some fresh berries. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. <laughs> I knew it. I Let knew it I die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, Belle is sitting there eating her oatmeal and uh, changing out her spells for the day. Well, on the road again? Um, yes, I, I suppose, yes. Also, are heading, I, Where are we heading to, though? Back to Brimshander. We have to tell Divessa what we found out, and we have to meet that boss druid. That is true. If we can manage to become king of the giants at this meet, um... That that would be pretty awesome. I mean, that would be pretty intense, seeing as we're not giants. 
Do you want to be king of the giants? She Who doesn't want to be king of the giants? Come on now. <laughs> well, let's go screw around and find out what happens. <laughs> around and find out. Vel, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if you know this spell or not. Um, but I saw a wizard once turn a man into a uh, giant lizard with tiny arms. Is that something oh, you can do? I mean, um, maybe with a bit more, you know, knowledge under my belt and a little bit stronger. Um, AKA, I'm not that level yet, but sure. God's <laughs> <laughs> nose will run into something unholy on the way back. Well, uh, what I was going to go for, if you could cast Polymorph, was have you turn me into something so I could, uh, a, a giant, so I could participate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I mean, because depending on the CR, like, maybe I can turn you into a giant ape. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of an asterisk in the giant part. <laughs> yeah, because, like, because I think Hill Giant is the lowest CR giant, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what CR that is, but maybe a, a maybe a hill giant. Yeah, yeah. Um, Abel will say uh, after swallowing a bit of uh, porridge, she'll say, um, "I know you're tired of hearing this, Morthis, um, but I thank you again because of you. I got to find out what happened to my mother, and that's something." Well, um, all in a day's work, I guess. Yay, me. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're, I was going to say that I could buy you, um, the most, uh, you know, the most expensive drink, but we have the most expensive drink hidden in that <laughs> cavern right. back in Lonelywood. Ah. That cavern. Mm-hmm. No, I think we're all filthy wits, so I'm not too concerned about any material objects. Well, do we want to get going? No. I think we have a lot on our plate to get done. And not enough time to get done with. And I, uh, as we head out, I do, men I do uh, summon Patrick, by the way. Who's the only surviving XP? Yeah, the only surviving one. Can you yeah. believe yep, that? You gotta <laughs> love that, that fine steam. Yeah, yes. that's only because he's immortal now. He's <laughs> <laughs> immortal. I had to immortal Patrick. Sorry. <laughs> There's no need for <laughs> sun stars. Sun I never had. <laughs> so yes, we start to make our way out uh, of this area, unless there's anything else. Uh, nope. Well, we'll just pull out her broom and, uh, ask Adana to join her. Uh, sounds good. When you do that, I just, all I can think of is Bewitched. And it... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was thinking all... more Kiki's delivery service. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that, yeah, yeah, that works better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't help but think of Vex. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. 
All right. That's right. Oh, let me pull ourselves up. So, yes, uh, everyone would more or less be right here uh, at this little uh, area, most far north. Uh, it's about, gosh, 8 a.m. at the latest. You're no longer exhausted. You've had a long rest. You make your way out. We're heading back towards Brinshander, correct? Yeah. We gotta go send the news to Devesa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before they kick off, uh, kick off the ground, Vel will send a message to Devesa saying, "So we interrogated President T three seven. We've got some useful information. Be back in a few days." Okay. Uh, with that, I need to turn this down on my end because, good grief. There we go. Uh, and so with that, you send it out to Duvessa. Is she able to reply? Remind me. Yes, she is able to reply. I'm using sending. Uh, so she... 25 words only. Thank you. I am so glad to hear of the progr progress um travel safe i can give you more supplies when you arrive and i'll leave it at 22 okay wow that's three, you're wasting two words you're wasting three words right there how dare you <laughs> I want to pull a Laura Bailey and just be like, uh, yeah, Are donut. It. Are you pooping? Yeah. <laughs> Are you pooping? Are you pooping? I would, I would think of Travis uh, holding him and I was cutting the words with my fingers. As right. Saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So, yes, uh, they send that out, the reply, um, and we start to make our way back. It's a long long journey um and this actually i think is a good place to call it oh okay feels like good, good resting point yeah i feel like as we go into this next chunk i want to be able to to have a a little bit going through uh, so I can roll my dice and prepare accurate battles for your level. Uh, but uh, but with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for joining us here at the CritCast Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at the CritCast Pod. We're on Instagram, the CritCast Podcast. Uh, don't follow us on Facebook. I'm going to delete that because Facebook is driving me nuts. And if you want to uh, send us anything on email, uh, critcastpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, definitely follow our socials so you can see our updated uh, art as we're going through with our uh, lovely uh, Idana going through providing great artwork so you guys can see the characters um follow our socials so you can do that uh you guys want to say good night good night
see you next. No, in two weeks. In two weeks. <laughs> Probably. Yep. We'll see you guys. Uh, have a great night, and we good luck on all of your adventures. <laughs>